What's up, bro? Welcome to a new episode of the Brand's New Show. My series, Point of View, or Random Shit. Um, like always, on all podcast platforms everywhere, Brand's New Show, uh, social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, uh, Facebook, Brand's New Show. And of course, like always, YouTube, uh, YouTube channel, Brand's New Show, man. Go there, subscribe, subscribe, comment, you know, everything, man. Hope you guys enjoy this, man. Woo-wee. It's been a crazy time, man. Crazy, crazy time. Um, what I want to start? Let's get to some shit. Uh, I had it lined up, so I'm gonna do it like that. So let's get into it, man. Crazy week in entertainment world, social media world, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Now the shit kind of like intertwining. It's the same shit. Um, <laughs> it really is the same shit. <sighs> so. I feel like I did this episode before, and I said this a long time ago, that uh, I respect Diddy, I said I respect Diddy's legacy, but as a person, I don't really fuck with Diddy, he always seemed a little weird to me, <laughs> just dude, just, you hear the stories of dude, and you're like, yeah, that nigga's weird, like, that's a, that's a weird dude, um, so, of course, last week, when it came out that uh, his ex, Cassie, was uh, suing him, and man, oh man, oh man, to see all of the shit she put in that lawsuit, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> crazy, um, pretty much shit we've already heard about him, let's be real, um, it's always, it was always shit we kind of heard about him, allegedly, um, because I got to throw that word out there, just in case this somehow is way find somewhere to, you know, but we've always heard stories about that dude like that, like, so it's not, it wasn't more so of a, I don't think anybody on social media was like, that's shocking, no, people were like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, it's time for Diddy to get his, like, that's kind of what people were like on social media, everybody was like, yeah, it's time for Diddy to get his, like, yeah, like, what, who the, I saw this, this is the funniest one I saw, he said, I saw one where nigga was like, uh, <laughs> nigga was like, uh, what, what, what Jewish person did Diddy piss off? <laughs> it was so funny. You know, it was fucking hilarious. And he said, what Jewish person did Diddy piss off? Like, yeah. oh, that shit was funny. Um, yeah, that was, that was hilarious. Um, listen, man. What do I feel about this situation, man? Listen, like I said, it isn't anything that we should be surprised about. To be honest with you, man, I saw a lot of people more so, you know, showing Cassie love, you know, and showing her a lot of love, a lot of, a lot, a lot of, you know, praise for her going public or something like this. And that's what you should do, man. We, we, in this world we live in so much, so we jump to conclusions so fast and we, and we, Instead of giving the the person a proper um, healing and positive uh, reinforcements and the respect of being so open and honest with a situation like this. Because, listen, man, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you're you're suing someone, so you're going to want money from the motherfucker when he's worth a billion fucking dollars. But I really do think what she also said was, and I saw it, I think, somewhere where she was like, 
I'm really doing this because I have kids now and I would never want anything to happen to my kids. Like it went like I like what I went through, I would never want my kids to have to go through that shit. And I respect that more. Like I don't think that people don't that people don't understand that shit. Um for me, man, personally, man. And, and for people that are also, I, and I didn't really see too many people, uh, like shoot shots at her on social media. I was like a couple of stories that like Brandon T. Jackson kind of said something stupid on social media, and uh, and uh, and uh, and Paula J. Parker, you know, who plays uh Trudy on a Proud Family. The voice of Trudy on the Powell family. She said something when she was like, I was 19 in this industry and I also was, you know, you know, assaulted and stuff in the industry. And you telling me you couldn't tell him no. And it's like, eh, I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit for a lot of reasons, but more so because it's like your story isn't this person's story. Just because you probably at that time in your career couldn't ex- express how you felt about all of the shit you was going through. Eventually, you did say something, I'm assuming, about what the traumatic situations you were going through at that time. So for you to sit up here and say to this woman that she shouldn't have said anything or, you know, I don't believe her story, that is dis- disturbing you know, because it's like, you went through this shit, not saying you went through the same level that she went through it, but you went through the shit, why are you now sitting up here and trying to compare y'all experiences, no, it's not the same, at all, but at the same time, you did go through the shit too, maybe not in her, not to her, you know, story or her experience, but you went through it too, so it's kind of just, it was weird to see someone you know, try to say, like, well, just because you were 19, I was 19 in the industry, too, and I could tell somebody, no, it's like, uh, that don't, nah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the fact that she, and again, like I said, I grew up on that woman, you know, she was in a lot of my favorite shows, Proud Family, uh, Mark, uh, the Wayans Brothers, she was in a lot of great shows in the 90s, so for her to just jump out the window and do something like that, and try to, like, make it seem like, Cassie shouldn't have done it or don't really have a story or like the lawsuit didn't make sense. It was just, it was bad, man. It was a bad one. Slim Thug was another one. Slim Thug literally got on there and was like, well, it's too late to do it. Like, bro, like, what? Uh, I saw also uh, Joe Button also trying to like not really speak on it because of his, of the relationship he got with Diddy. And I feel like a lot of people got a relationship with Diddy and a lot of people can't really speak on this shit because they do have such a tie to Diddy, and Diddy has probably so much dirt on them that they can't really express <laughs> their remorse for what Cassie's going through. But I feel like, and and here's the thing, another thing people don't want to also admit, and this is the thing, I saw a lot of people being like, well, damn, Diddy settled. She just wanted the money. No, she didn't want the money. The reason why Diddy settled is because Diddy was not going to win this. Diddy knows this. Diddy ain't stupid. You don't become a billionaire and the owner of some rock and been and had a label for almost over 30 fucking years with no artists on the fucking label at all. 
your label haven't been hot since early 2000s and you have no artists on your label outside of you and your son but yet you still screaming bad boy like 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 you don't go that long in the industry you almost been in the industry for damn near 40 fucking years you know the battles you can win and you know the battles you cannot and that's a battle he was not going to win more problems more situations what he always says, more money, more problems. Well, guess what, motherfucker? You are about to get all the problems. You did not want to go on trial with Cassidy. She said she wanted people. She wanted a real jury, a real trial with jury. If you went on a trial with people, no matter how much money you got, no matter how many times you could buy people off, the stories that were going to come out around that about that situation, you weren't going to be able to live it down. And that's the thing. His persona is too fucking massive. And the fact of the matter is he cannot have somebody that really knows his stories and really knows what the fuck he's been through and done for like damn near 10 years. They were together for like damn near a decade. Like, yo, you can't have somebody like Cassie explain to everybody really what the fuck you do. And like I said, these are stories that a lot of people have always heard about you. So the fact that you were going to probably go on trial and have to explain some of this shit. <laughs> that shit. Yeah, settle. Settle quick. <laughs> Get that shit. Yo, I don't give a fuck how many times the lawyers got on there. And immediately when that case dropped and she was, and the lawyers were like, she, we're denying Diddy. Sean Combs denies everything. And the next day, that shit was put to where put to bed. Like that ain't gonna settle immediately. Cause if this was somebody that you met in Miami and you hooked up with for a year or some shit and nobody cared, okay then this is a little different. When it's a part of a person that you've been with for almost over a decade that knows all your secrets, knows all your stories, know all where your bodies are buried, yeah, nigga, you probably wanna settle real fast. So I don't think that was anything about a Cassie Cassie settling for the money. No, 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 no. That was a D. No, and I cannot win this fucking case. <laughs> Either I'm not going to win the case of, I'm not going to really win the case, like a the real case, and I'm not going to have to pay her $60 million regardless, or I'm going to lose the case of public opinion, which he barely has now. But, but then it will be shattered. He would never be able to come back from it. And that's the thing. So Diddy had to settle. This was all about Diddy. Diddy because Cassie was gonna win regardless. You went to the trial. You went to trial. His reputation is ruined, and his money is gone regardless. Uh, you just settle, and you never had to go to trial. But the stories are still out there. So <laughs> eventually, you're gonna have to answer to this shit. Now, will he? Some funny shit, though. Tell you that much. Um, not what she went through, but what he is. He's a, he's a funny motherfucker, ain't he? <laughs> All right. Speaking of another situation that is beyond fixable. I guess <laughs> beyond fixable. So, uh, Magda Stallion, 
dropped that song, what, a couple weeks ago, a month ago, maybe, called Cobra, and she was dissing her ex in it, and her ex dropped a new song, what, this past week, uh, called The the Person, I think it was called it The Person, and he's kind of going back at her, and pretty much saying, yo, like, I shook hands with niggas that you were shaking hands with motherfuckers and laughing in these niggas' faces when all in all, you were fucking these dudes while I was shaking hands with these niggas. Like, you, I'm smiling in these niggas' faces, talking to these niggas and shit, and you, you kicking it with these niggas all, all set. What the fuck going on? So, <laughs> so, I saw social media get split on this. Did he, did he go too far? Did he, did he, you know, do too much? And here's the thing, man. You can't tell somebody how to react. Keyword. There it is. You can't tell somebody how to react. When you go on your social media, when you do a song, calling this man a cobra and dissing this man, calling him a snake pretty much, dissing him, talking about how he cheated on you, and then he comes back, and he fights fire with fire. Sometimes people don't want to take the Michelle Obama route. We, when they go low, we go high. Sometimes we want to go low too. We want to cut your fucking legs off. We want to, <laughs> we want to put you in an ambulance. Sometimes we want to see you get buried, motherfucker, buried alive. We love this shit. I love it. I would like, I enjoy it. Like, yep. <laughs> you went low, and I went low right with you. Fuck the bullshit. Like, you went low, we went to hell. Fuck that shit. We going to hell together. Fuck this. Sometimes you ain't got that in you. You ain't got that. <laughs> I'm going to go high. Like, no, 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 no. Sometimes we going to hell. Fuck that. Like, we are going all the way down. Fuck that. Like, let's get it. A lot of people say, was he wrong for this? No, he wasn't wrong. I'm sorry. I even I haven't even heard the song, and I'm just like, I was looking at some of the lyrics, and I'm like, you didn't really go that far. <laughs> I didn't go that far. You didn't go that far. Because it could have been way worse. Like, speaking of skeletons being buried, like, we could have found out a lot of shit about her. But all he was talking about is how all of her, you know, pretty much not being loyal to him and not giving him the proper respect when you're talking to niggas that I'm supposed to be, sm- I'm smiling in these dudes' faces knowing that damn well you hooking up with these niggas behind the scenes. You know you're dating, you're kicking it with these niggas, letting these niggas hit. And now I'm supposed to be the bad guy for fucking addressing some shit that you started. You started it. I know it's five-year-old. I know it's childish and shit. But sometimes that shit is the perfect thing to say. Motherfucker, you started it. What are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? You started it. You talk about how I cheated on you, but then you going to get mad and fans are going to get mad at me for being honest in my music, depending on how I want to do what I want to do. The man's a musician, too. The man raps, too. So for him to go off and say what he said about her in his, in his song, it is what it is, man. I don't think people can sit up here and try to tell me that he's wrong, but then when she did it, it's empowering. Fuck out of here. No, 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 no. It's wrong for one. It's got to be wrong for the other. And that's why I think a lot of y'all are fucking up. If it's wrong for one, it's wrong for the other. Don't sit up here and tell me one thing is empowering and one thing is just, ah, oh, it's like slut shaming. No, 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 no. It's not. 
if you could call me out for cheating on you or songs, then I could do the same for you. What the fuck? That's equal opportunity, man. What the fuck is going on? Don't change. Don't move the goalposts. When the shit don't go your way. Period. <sighs> now. That's two other stories I want to get into before I get into the other story. And that is. So. So Saturday. Uh, I went to the movie theaters and I watched the Marvels. It's a good movie. A uh, lot of critics, a lot of people were trying to shit on it, try to diss it. But the Marvels is actually a really good movie. Um, like I said a long time ago, I don't listen to any critics that have this idea in their heads of what, you know, I don't like critics. I don't like people trying to take uh, shots at certain shit. And the Marvels was actually a really good movie. If you didn't like the first one, then cool. Whatever. I did. I liked the first one. I thought Captain America, uh, Captain Marvel was amazing. I thought Captain Marvel was actually a really good movie. I watch it every time it comes on. It's actually a really good movie. Um, so I went to the movie theaters and watched it. Uh, to be honest, not a lot of people in the movie theaters when I went. Maybe because critics have killed the movie for them. Maybe they are, you know, rushing. Because I remember going to see Black Panther maybe a week after it came out. And that shit was full. So maybe it's true. Maybe people are losing faith in Marvel. Or maybe people just didn't want to see the Marvels because they heard all the critics or whatever, but it gave me more clarity on what the Marvel's movie was. Now, I'm going to just be real, and I'm going to talk about it, because y'all are not going to go watch this fucking movie, so I'm going to talk about it. Fuck it. Um, This movie at the end showed exactly why I felt, why I said a couple weeks, well, I said what, a week, two weeks ago, and I said the Marvel's, the Marvel's, the Marvel franchise has won the Let Them Cook Award for me. <laughs> they have won the Let Them Cook Award for me. You don't give me all of the movies you gave me in phase one. And now I'm like some selfish-ass kid, or some spoiled-ass kid that had Iron Man and Captain America and all, and all these superheroes who we all knew were at some point going to probably pass away or at least not be those characters anymore. And for you to sit up here now and say, what is wrong with Marvel? The fuck is wrong with you? This movie was incredible, man. It, 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 now, I saw some people saying, I don't understand why, uh, why uh, Monica just gave uh Carol like a hug. They hugged after uh you know Carol went back in her past. She was pretty much putting on the the scroll um memory thing that was she was trying to get her memories you know back from what uh Creed did to them to her by taking her, you know you know, taking her uh, memories away over the years she was with them. And she said she's been trying to get her memories back. And then, you know, they try to uh, 
the first fight scene was amazing, by the way. That was an incredible fight scene. Um, but she get a memory, she's trying to get her memories back, and she puts this machine on both all three of them. And I'm not, I haven't seen Miss Miss Marvel, which I gotta go now watch, which I gotta go sit down. And I've I've said over the last these next couple of days, you know, because Thanksgiving, you know, I'm gonna try to pretty much, you know. These next couple of days, I'm trying to go watch a lot of the Marvel series. Miss Marvel is one. Uh, and so watching that movie, man, and then when Carol and uh, when all of them were trying to, like, figure out what the hell Creed was trying to do. And then the memories came up of, you know, Carol being around Monica's mom and showing that she actually went back when they were in the blip. And she went to go take care of her mom. Find out that her mom had cancer again, and her mom passed away, and they just hug after that. A lot of people was mad at that. I saw a lot of people on social media be like, "So you just hugged her, and that was it? Like y'all hugged, and that was the end of your problems? Like that was it? <laughs> like, like, yeah. Sometimes it's not as hard as people want to make it. it. It really is. Sometimes just like yo, just sometimes y'all just let shit go, man. It, it is what it is. She did not want to see her see. Carol for like the entire time in the beginning of the movie she didn't want to see her like the entire time she never wanted to see her and then she finally gets a chance to see her on the on the ship and that was a crazy movie man it was a crazy that was a crazy time that was a crazy part of the movie you find out a lot more about what's coming in this movie which again like I said with Marvel it's you gotta let them cook you find that there's about to be the Young Avengers, which is very big. The Young Avengers is coming. You know, I watched the Hawkeye series, so I know Kate Bishop was going to be a part of the Young Avengers eventually. Um, so to see her at the end of the movie was really dope. Um, but more importantly, man, the rip in the time zone, the rip in the timeline, pretty much the rip in, you know, the Marvel timeline was pretty much what this movie was built around. You had to get uh, the Bengals back to make the timeline fit again. And Monica, who could absorb uh, the energy Carol, who has all of the energy, and uh, C- Camilla, who could actually turn the energy into actually a solid. So they am giving her all the energy, and she has to go and pretty much bring the timeline back together. But she knew she was going to have to stay on the other side of the timeline to make it work. And then at the end of the movie, to see who she thinks is her mom, because she looks just, she is her mom, pretty much, but, <laughs> she is her mom, but then she's like, mom? Like, and she's like, mom? Like, what are you, what are you talking She's like, mom? Like, like, and she's like, and then, the doors open up, and Beast, from X-Men walk through, and you're like, oh, shit. That's a crazy-ass way to introduce the fucking X-Men. 
that is top tier great. Like, Beast just walks in and is like, well, you know, some, like, yeah, she kind of came from a, from a different time, a, time, a different timeline, different dimension. And it's like, and then, you know, Monica's like, and then the mom takes off the, the jacket and she's like, oh, shit. Like, 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 this is not good. To introduce the X-Men like that. It's iconic, man. I'm I'm looking forward to the X Men. I gave a terrible fucking review of the movie, but um, all in all, man, to see the Young Avengers get introduced, but more importantly, to see the X Men finally get introduced into the Marvel franchise, the Marvel universe. You still want to sit up here and tell me that Secret Wars in? <laughs> Like, Secret Wars is not going to be a, a massive thing. I forgot the other Avengers movie that's supposed to be coming out. I know it's Secret Wars. Oh, and Kang Dynasty, which ugh, still up in the air. You don't really know what's going on with Jonathan Majors, and that's a very massive situation. But the way people say the end of Loki went, which, again, I got to go watch that series. I haven't even watched the Loki series. Um, I got to go watch both seasons, the first and the second. Um... But, yeah, I'm going to be binge-watching a lot the next couple of days. Um, if you haven't realized, I'll be binge-watching a lot these next couple of days. Um, but um, to say how the Loki series was, you don't know what they're going to do with Kang Dynasty just yet because they're still trying to figure that out. But Secret Wars, it seems like it's about to be that. Also, like I said last week, that just gave me the perfect understanding for why they put the secret invaders on before the the um, Captain Marvel movie, uh, the, before the, the the Marvels. And I said this last week. I said I want to see why they did it. Well, they told me they showed you exactly why the fucking scrolls were on um, on planet Earth. They showed you it. The fucking Creed went to like call a truce with them and team up with them and Captain Marvel fucked up the whole truce like, like, like she fucked up the whole truce completely destroyed their their you know destroyed where they were on their planet that they were at the refugee home and they, they she just they destroyed it so it and then you know Thor's sister comes and saves it, takes them with them, but then they pretty much leave what Thor's at, like, and then they end up in Planet Earth. Like, it makes sense now. See, this is why I kept saying, I gotta go see this movie and see why the scrolls ended up on Planet Earth. It makes sense now why they ended up on Planet Earth. Like, because their refugee home got destroyed. Like, it, it makes perfect fucking sense now. So, yeah, that made sense. I was like, oh, okay, now that makes fucking sense. Like, like, okay, got it. Immediately made sense. Like, okay. So, yeah, Carol kind of fucked up their truce. So, in their heads, it was like, you gave us no other option but to come to planet Earth and find our own new, and find our new home. It made sense. Totally made sense. Coming in. Nah, another one that I need to do. And I don't know if I want to do this for Lifetime's music, which I will do, which I'm going to break down. So 
I don't really have a top 10. I've been trying to figure out if I had a top 10, and I don't. So what I'm going to do for the end of this year is probably give you my favorite albums, like five of my favorite albums. And one of them is this this project, which is Scary Hours 3. <laughs> I still see people, and before I get into the Scary Hours 3 project, uh, Drake and J. Cole dropped a first-person shooter mode, first-person shooter video. And... That shit's a movie. Like, that shit was incredible. Uh, if you're going to do two great rappers, two of the greatest of all time, um, and they drop a music video like that, like that, you got to respect it. Now, my problem with a lot of that was people in the comments saying, oh, this should have been Kendrick. I need people to understand something. Fully understand something. Kendrick is in his own world. His own lane. His own thing. But like I've always said, Kendrick is third. Just because you don't want to believe it. And here, here's the thing. You're probably never going to believe it. But Kendrick is third to me. He's third. He makes incredible bodies of work. But he ain't J. Cole. He ain't the best rapper. J. Cole is a better rapper than Kendrick. Every If you don't, if you still don't know that and you still are like, no, he ain't. You're lying to yourself. J. Cole fits on everybody's song. You cannot say that about Kendrick. That is why he's the best rapper. J. Cole fits everybody's fucking song. Listen to every song J. Cole's been on recently. Now go listen to every song Kendrick Lamar has physically tried to be on every ever since. He don't still, he don't sound right on uh, Mask Off. I've literally said this when I did the Travis Scott episode that I didn't like Goosebumps at first because Kendrick's verse just didn't fit. Now it kind of like, yeah, okay. But he don't fit every song. He fits those songs that he he can get on. J. Cole fits every fucking song. Every song J. Cole's on, he fits it. That's an adjustment. Like, he knows how to rap. That's how good you are. Like, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne fits every song he's on because he just fits every fucking song he's on. And Drake is the better artist out of all of them. Drake just knows how to make hits. He knows how to be that guy. But I saw so many people be like... I wish this was Kendrick. For fucking what reason? You think Kendrick will ever do what Drake has done with J. Cole in the last couple weeks? In the last month and a half? Last year? You think Kendrick will ever do what J. Cole, what Drake did? And that is, know that I'm not better than him. But I'm still going to work with him. Kendrick knows he can't out-rap J. Cole. Think he's stupid? Come on, bro. You really think Kendrick? Does not know. He can't out-rap J. Cole. The thing about people, and I see this all the time, when when J. Cole and Kendrick dropped Black Friday, y'all realize that's not even a collaboration. Kendrick jumped on J. Cole's uh, Tell Two Cities beat, and J. Cole jumped on All Right. Them niggas never did them songs together. 
but they collab, but they put it out like it was a collaboration song. No, it's not. It's literally Kendrick took J. Cole's instrumentals and J. Cole took Kendrick's. That's it. Them niggas ain't never been on a song where both of them rapped together. Even when they did Jeezy song, American Dream, J. Cole was rapping. Kendrick's like singing at the end of the song. He's not really rapping. Forbidden Fruit. Kendrick's doing the hook. J. Cole's rapping. They Ready might be the only song that I've heard them niggas on. They Ready and I'm I'm on for uh, Trade the Truth. Those are like the only two songs I've actually really have heard them two niggas physically rap on. That's it. But for people to continue to scream, J. Cole and Kendrick should do something together. That will never happen. Because I don't think Kendrick... I don't think Kendrick will ever get on a song with J. Cole. I think when it was... When Kendrick could win public opinion and when he knew he had the public fucking with him and everybody loved him then yeah when Good Kid Mad City dropped even when Tapilla Butterfly came out you probably could have easily done an album with, Ken- with J. Cole and people would say Kendrick is better than J. Cole right now in the now sense I do not think Kendrick could get on a rap record with J. Cole and rap with him. He'd get destroyed. He'd get destroyed. It wouldn't even be so, it wouldn't even be fucking close. He'd get destroyed. Anyway, Scary Hours 3 comes out, and I see a lot of people still hating on Drake. And my problem with people is that y'all continue to sit up there and say, well, he, his writer deserves all that credit. Really? Y'all still have this thought process in your head that Drake has writers. Okay. If that's the case, why Quentin Miller ain't got a number one hit? Why Quentin Miller doesn't have a number one hit? If that's the case... Is, Kendrick, is Kanye West? Is Kanye West a good artist? Is he the greatest? Should Kanye West ever be considered a rapper? Because he doesn't write. We know he don't write. Drake has written songs for him. Push has written songs for him. Sci High the Prince has written songs for him. Kid Cudi has written songs for him. So if that's the case, is Kanye West even a rapper? You can't have this conversation again. Like I always say, you can't move the goalposts when the fuck you want to move the goalposts. Drake is one of the greatest. You can hate it. Go ahead. Please do. But this nigga on this rap, on this project, six records, he gave you exactly what you wanted. Gave you exactly what you wanted. Evil ways for him and Cole is 
fire. Yes. Did Cole maybe tone down what he could have really said on that song? Yeah, but like I just said, Drake ain't the greatest rapper over Kendrick over J. Cole. Oh, fuck, no. I'm not going to sit up here and lie to y'all. J. Cole's a way better rapper than Drake. Not even close. But what Drake brings to songs in the table of, of music is J. Cole can't do. He can't. Every song was scary hours. The only song I don't like, and I can't even say I don't like it, is Wick Man. I don't, I don't, that's, that's not one of my favorite songs. It's actually a really good song, but out of those six, that's like my least favorite song of the project. That's my least favorite song of the project. I'll be honest with y'all. That's my least favorite song of the project. Um, You Broke My Heart is fire as a motherfucker. Oh, that shit's so good. That shit is a, that shit gonna be on radio. I see it already. I'm like, this nigga got number one. He got number one. That song is fire. Red button is dope as fuck. Uh, my brother's stories. Yo, the shoe fits should be in a gallery somewhere, like just in a in a rap hall of fame gallery. Just like, so this is the moment. <laughs> like, 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 niggas play with his name and he decided to show niggas that he is that nigga. <laughs> like, 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 this is the moment. Like, yo, this nigga's shoe fits is fucking incredible. Like, the story, that felt like old Drake. That felt like a Drake song I grew up on. That felt like, you know, uh, Thank Me Later. You know, all of the old songs that used to get leaked. Like, that felt like that. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this shit is phenomenal. Like, I was like, oh, this shit's a phenomenal. I was like, this this shouldn't be this fucking good. It shouldn't be this fucking good. Shoe Fits is a, is a hell of a storytelling song. Yeah, man. Scary Hours 3 is the shit. You know, like, Scary Hours 3 is the shit, man. Um, a lot of people also talk about who he dissed on the project, and y'all should have known, Joe, but- Joe Button's gonna catch a straight, like, you should have known that was coming, Kanye's gonna probably catch a straight, you should have known that was coming, Push is gonna catch a straight, you should have known that was coming, you should have known a lot of them songs was gonna be pretty much about some of them niggas, like, it was pretty obvious, um, but I feel like a lot of people that still have this idea in their heads that, like, uh, like, Anybody that's still questioning Drake's greatness is, is, I think you're just questioning, excuse me, you're questioning Drake's greatness because he surpassed what you thought he would be. He was supposed to be the guy. A lot of people forget this. Again, you forget this. He was supposed to be the guy. This is the only nigga at the time frame of his career where he had all of the buzz in the world and turned down double XL freshman class, which by the way, at that time, it actually mattered if you were on the freshman class cover. And he turned down double XL was like, I'm good. I don't need it. What? He turned that shit down. He was like, I'm good. I don't need it. And he didn't. He fucking didn't. He didn't need double XL. And that's the craziest thing. Like, the fact that people still don't 
fuck with this dude and you're trying to find reasons to not like him. It's the funniest shit in the world. It really is. And, and to say that he's not the best, one of the best rapper, rap artists in the game ever, you're fucking lying to yourself. Like, stop it. Stop it. It's ridiculous. By the way, I am looking forward to this fucking tour that him and Cole are about to go on. I am going to this tour. I'm trying to find tickets right now. I'm going for my birthday. It's a fucking set in stone. I just got to find the tickets. I'm going to this fucking show. And I might have to go home for one of these shows. They got two shows. One January 29th. The other one January 30th. I am going to one of those shows. I don't know which one. But I am going to one of those shows. I cannot miss this concert. It is literally, And I feel like it's going to be a versus. I literally think it's going to be a goddamn versus. J. Cole and Drake. I think they're going to go out there and it's going to be like a versus where Drake going to probably start it, then J. Cole going to come out, and then, it, you know, they're going to probably go back for it. Then it's just, I think it's going to be a versus. That's just what I'm assuming. But time will tell. But, yeah. And last but not least, man. So, Snoop quit smoking, which <laughs> clearly I was a fucking lie. It's Snoop Dogg. Can you really think Snoop was going to quit smoking weed? Really? Come on, bro. It's fucking Snoop. We fall, y'all niggas fall for anything nowadays. I really do feel this way. People fall for any damn thing. You really think Snoop. Snoop. The man that wrote The Chronic is going to stop smoking weed. Is the funniest shit on the planet. No, he did it to promote, I think, a smoke grill or some shit. Cool. But nowadays, you should have known that was coming. Like, all of this shit is pretty much, <laughs> like, come on. Like, everything now is, is, is promotional. So he knew that would get people talking, so it lined you right up for what he was about to do. And that was exactly what it is. It's free promo, baby. Free promo. Boom. And, um, got your ass, huh? You got your ass. You got your ass. Perfect. Um, yeah. Well, until next time. This is Point of View of Random Shit. Uh, I will be doing a, a, a end of the year Point of view of random shit. I gotta find the stories that I want to talk about again. Other than that, uh, I am Brian Janu. Hope you guys enjoy this. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving. Till next time. Peace.